0: School for tonight's contest in the uh, Class 1A Altamont Regional Semifinal, and uh, this is the uh, number two seed Altamont Indians, they're the hosts, and uh, they come in at 20-8 overall, and uh, they're taking on the number seven seed of North Clay Cardinals, and they come in with a, a 13 and a 17 overall record. Welcome in to the broadcast position here in the Crow's Nest in Altamont. My name is Travis Sparks, alongside Dominic Daters, and we're here to call all the action tonight here on the Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online at FEMradio.com and on the FEM Radio app as well. And how both these teams got here to tonight's regional semifinal. On a Monday, Altamont was victorious right here in this gymnasium, a 78-39 victory over Mulberry Grove. And uh, it was kind of a lopsided score there in the early going, but there was a lot of missed shots by Altamont. Uh, but they still held the 20-7 to lead. After one quarter of play, and they extended that out. They led 44-16 to at halftime, and they got a running clock going into the second half there against the Aces. And Caden Miller had himself another double-double. He had 18 points and about 13 rebounds in a Monday's victory. Also, Alec Yarhouse had 17 points and three from beyond the arc. Eli Miller also was in double figures, and Ben Radle scored 10 points as well off the bench, and also contributors from everybody. Braden Elam got three points, Tyler Ruffner got four, and uh, Zach Meyer got two points uh, as well. So it was a great overall team effort uh, there on a Monday uh, for Altamont to uh, uh, beat Mulberry Grove and uh, start off the regionals pretty strong there, Dominic.
1: Yeah, definitely start, that's what they want to come out and do, start off the regionals uh, regionals strong, especially here on their home home floor, and uh, you know, they're they there's a two seed here and uh, you know, everyone's come out strong in uh, in regional play, you know, and uh, <clears throat> Alabama got a nice victory. They did kinda of get off to a slow start, like you said, they they missed they missed some shots and uh you know, some easy shots. Both teams both teams did, you know, but uh you know that that does that does happen, you know, but uh, they were able to uh to pull together and uh, you know, string it together and uh, like you said, uh Come out with the victory and had uh, that running clock there in the fourth quarter, so uh, definitely, uh, definitely a good way to start start things off. And they just want to look to look to keep things going going here tonight against the Louisville team. Uh, you know who they defeated once already uh, this season, and uh, you know, like I said off air, I think I uh, most points I have seen at least Dalimont score in one half, which. Was 40-45, I think it was 45-10 after the first first half at Louisville there. Yep. And, uh, I don't know, that's I think it's the most points I've seen them score since I've uh, been doing this. So, uh, so you know, I don't, I don't know if that's in the cards again tonight, but uh, they definitely played, uh, played a great game down there at, at Louisville. And uh, I'm sure they're looking to play another one here tonight. And uh, on, for Louisville North play, they're looking to, you know, play, play spoiler and, uh, you know, maybe – you know, looking looking for up, upset on their mind or whatever. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens here. But I look for look for a good game here tonight. I'm sure Coach Steverie has the boys ready. I'm sure they're ready to uh, you know keep keep this going. You know, nobody wants the season to end in the regional regional semifinals. You know, I I was uh, my sophomore year at the T-Town. I was just a manager on the team, but that that's what happened. To our I was a sophomore in regional semifinals so it's uh, definitely not a fun feeling but uh, anyway once he's gonna win once he's gonna lose we hope that's the Altamont Indians
0: as uh, like you mentioned there that matchup was on a January
1: 12th there in Louisville and uh,
0: that's right it, it was a big score there in the uh, first half for the Altamont Indians as uh, North Glades played a lot better since then and they've played a lot better uh, since the NTC tournament, they did drop the opening game there to uh, St. Elmo, uh, but then they won uh, two games there for the consolation championship uh, during NTC week there. They won that 60-49 consolation title over these two straws, and uh, Cody Zimdar ended up being the all-tournament team, and I thought Carter uh, Walden had a great uh, tournament as well, but uh, was left off of the uh, all-tournament team, so an all-tournament snub uh, right there from uh, that uh, perspective. Uh, There, so uh, a couple of things are different from uh, that matchup in January. Uh, During that matchup, uh, that was kind of during a time where uh, Dylan Elam was still in, and he made a bunch of threes in that first half. And also, they were without Caden Davis there in that game. Uh, He was a little banged up from the previous uh, game uh, there. And then also, Cody Zimdar, who was in that game and uh, made all-tournament teams, He's out as uh, he is also out kind of dealing with the same injury that uh, Dylan Elam's dealing with uh, an MCL injury as kept Cody out of the last several games and going to be a shutdown for the rest of the season. Uh, But he's going to be good to go for a baseball season when it comes around, just like Dylan Elam, going to be good to go on the baseball diamond eye as well. So uh, injuries are kind of a a factor for both teams uh, here. So no Elam no Zimdars like the previous matchup uh, there between these two squads. Uh, North Clay was victorious on a Monday uh, 62-53 final against South Central to get here. They avenged their regular season loss uh, that the Cougars had, and uh, South Central actually had the early lead in that one. Uh, But then uh, North Clay closed the gap at halftime, only trailed by one, and then they overtook South Central in that third quarter. They ended up leading by 10 after three quarters. Uh, Carter Walden led the way for the uh, Cards as he had 21. Uh, Mason Byers added 18, and Ethan Kinsler added 14 for North Clay. uh, They're in the victory, and they also did a better job defensively in that matchup. In the first matchup in the regular season on Saturday, uh, Magnus for South Central scored 24 points, but then in the original on Monday, he only scored 11, so... Uh, an adjustment there done by the Cardinals and ended up reversing the scoreboard uh, there as well, and that's how uh, both teams got here to uh, tonight's uh, matchup. The uh, spot in the championship game is on the line for Friday. Obviously, you win, you advance, you lose, you go Uh home and you start baseball season preparations. and the winner advances to uh, Friday's championship game at 7 o'clock, and now we'll take on the winner of the next matchup following us here. It's the three-seed Weber and uh, they're up against the uh, five-seed at St. Louis-Groundsdown coming up here shortly after the Cardinals and Indians get uh, done with this matchup uh, there on a Friday. And Baltimore will be there, we'll be there to uh, cover the game right here, trying to hold serve on their home floor, even though North Clay, like uh, Coach Nieberg, mentioned in the postgame on Monday, familiar surroundings with the Cardinals, obviously being familiar with the gym with the NTC, and have already played uh, three previous games here in the NTC tournament, so the fourth game already, so kind of a not as much of a home court advantage as you would might uh, think there. Cardinals are very comfortable on this floor uh, for Coach Zink and uh, the North Clay Cardinals. So it looks like that both teams are going to be toeing the line, so that means we're going to have a national anthem. So uh, we'll have a national anthem as well, and it's brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. So we'll step away for the anthem, and then we'll return with the regional semifinal between Altamont and the North Clay. And we'll be right back after the anthem. You're listening to Altamont, Indian's Postseason Basketball on Jack FM.
2: It's not just furniture,
3: it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
4: Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool Dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
5: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, Class 1A Altamont Regional Semifinal between Altamont and North Clay. See the uh, starting five first for the visiting North Clay Cardinals for Coach Josh Zink, assisted by Rory Taylor, Callaway Canton, and Ian Bailey as well for the assistance they're going to go with number three, Ethan Kintzler. He's a, a senior. Number 21, Mason Byers, a sophomore. Number 25, Gavin Hosselton. He's a junior. Number 30, Jesse Widener. He's a senior. And number 32, Carter Walden. He's a sophomore as well. So, again, it's Kinsler, Byers, Hosselton, Widener, and Walden. A 5-4 North play in their road black uniforms. Red numbers, white trim. try by Josh Zink again. The Altamont Indians are the home squad as they'll be in their traditional white uniforms with black numbers and orange trim. Their starting five is going to be the same as usual. Number five, Caden Davis. He's a 5'10 and a senior. Number 14, Eli Miller is a 6'2 senior. Number 22, Caden Millville, is a 6'2 sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway is a 6'3 senior. And number 42, Caden Miller is a 6'5 senior. So again, it's Davis, Eli Miller, Millville. McManaway and Akita Miller the 5-4 Altamont coached by John Nieberg assisted by Trent Kuhl and assisted by Brian Suko as well so uh, Altamont is trying to hold serve on home floor trying to get that regional championship between either Weber or St. Oman Brownstown coming up following us here at this game we'll try to take a peek around uh, around the area of uh, scores from around the area as everybody in action here tonight on this Wednesday uh, for postseason as, you know, the uh, Oka Valley Regional, KZ Regional all kind of feed into – and at the Edwards County Regional feeds into the uh, St. Anthony sectional uh, there that will be taking place next week. Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to the Lady Indians who were victorious last night as they are into the Sweet 16, and Lady Indians will be playing on a Thursday. Our quest here to have Altamont Indians basketball – in some sort of fashion on our airways every day this week is, so far, almost complete. We'll see the outcome of tonight's game, but uh, Thursday, the sectional championship game tomorrow against South Fork for the Lady Indians, and they come in at 25-6, and and South Fork beat St. Anthony last night as well. Altamont victorious over Tuscola to advance there. Uh, the Storm is 28-5 and on the season, so that should be a dandy of a matchup there, and we're looking forward to that championship game uh, tomorrow. And uh, right now, though, is the semifinals here in the 1A Altamont Regional. It's Caden Miller going to be uh, jumping it up against Widener there to uh, start this game between Altamont and North Plain, and we're off and running, and Altamont will win the tip-off, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this one. As it'll be a Millville, he screen screened there by McManaway to start things. Backdoor cut to Davis, and he stepped out. So, Altamont will start off the game about 12 seconds in, and they'll start with a turnover.
1: Yeah, definitely not the way you want to start start off the game. But, uh,
0: not the way you want to start for North Clay either. They no. turned
1: it over as they got to cross that court.
0: And it's going to be a post-free there by Hosselton, but instead it goes out,
1: so it'll we'll stay right here with Altamont. Yeah, Caden Davis is just too close to the baseline there, and then Altamont was able to take it right back. Eli in with a loss for Kaden Miller. He gets it down, and then he traveled with it. So back-to-back
0: turnovers to start things for Altamont. Three turnovers total in the game.
1: Even
0: and make it four. Wow. As a deep inbound pass was picked off there, and Altamont will take over again. So each team with two turnovers early on, and then that's a carry. Oh, what an odd way to start this one is as Millville gets called for the carry.
1: I know, five turnovers, 7 oh, man. minutes, 23 mark in the first quarter. That's...
0: So the Cardinals will take yeah. over and they finally do get it across half court. They'll be on left and right on your radio dial in a crowd, the oddest way you can start as Walden will have it here on the right side. Fadeaway jumper, tough shot, no good. And rebounded by Kaden Miller. Quickly into the front court is Hill Eli will dump it off to Kaden Miller. He thought about a free, but instead... Altamont will work it around as Millville go to Davis. He gives a little head fake and back over to Millville there at the volleyball line. He'll give it back to Davis. Davis gets things over to Eli. Eli Miller for three. No good. And it's going to rebound it there by Widener. Hitler gets it up quickly there to Weldon, and he can't handle the pass. So another turnover to start this one. And this time it's the Cardinals coughing it up. And that's turnover number three for them. And so it'll be Altamont ball.
1: Well, no score, but they're tied with turnovers. Three to
6: three. Yeah. So.
0: As we're at 6.30 here, still in the early going, no score as of yet. Millville goes strong to the hole, trying to change that. In and out, no good. And rebounded there by Widener. Quickly up North Clay, a ping pong's around there, trying to pass it cross court. And it was stolen again by Altamont. So another Cardinal turnover. As they go, Eli Miller here, high post, dumps it off to Akita Miller. He's looking to drive, and now there's going to be a grab on North Clay. So it'll just be a common foul, out of bounds, Southmont.
1: the number thirty, Jesse Widner, his first North place first.
0: So again, we're coming up on two minutes into the game, and still no score. Eli Miller will get it in on the baseline. He's looking to get it in, looking to get it in, and gets it into Millville here in the deep corner. Now he'll back it and work it back out to center court. Now it gets over to Eli Miller for three, in and out, no good, but McManaway's there for
6: the rebound. His back up, good, counts the basket, and the foul for Aiden McManaway.
0: And uh, so McManaway gets the first two for Altamont, and he'll go to the line for the end one opportunity.
1: Fouls well, on Gavin Hoskinson, his first More play
0: second. And McManaway out the line for the N1 free throw. And he can't get that one to go. Hit high off the back iron and rebounded there by Widener. Kinsler will be the one to get it across half court. They get it over there to uh, Walden. And now they'll work it around here. Byers gives it off there to Hosselton at the top of the key. Now back to uh, Byers. Back to Hosselton. Austin will get over to a Kinsler. He's looking to drive, but he kicks it off. Now they get it over to a Walden. He pump fakes, and then he walks with it. Cardinals with another turnover back over to Altamont. We got them for five turnovers. i yeah. three. Five turnovers, no points for the Cardinals so far. Mills will get across the timeline. He uh, gets a screen there by Caden Miller. Now he gets off to McManaway. Shuffles it off to Eli at the top of the key. Down low to Caden Miller. He's double team. He puts it up anyway. He's up and good for Caden Miller. And it's 4-0 out to Moss.
1: Caden Miller doing what he does best there. Just putting oh. off flat and in.
0: As it was uh, Widener going around the defense and gives off there to a Byers at the top of the key. Byers picked up his dribble and now gives it back off to a Widener. And now they will work it on around the perimeter. Back to Byers. Now popping between the circles to Kitzler trying to shake McMahon away. Kitzler goes strong to the hole, layup, left it a little short, and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Still a lid on the basket for North Clay. Eli Miller quickly the other way, can't get that layup to go. Rebounded by Byers. Quickly out for North Clay, and Kitzler traveled with it. So a travel on North Clay, and Rinson and repeat here to start this one. Another turnover.
1: Yeah, they definitely are. Six turnovers, zero points.
0: And, uh... 4.30 to go here in the opening quarter. Caden Miller here on the baseline. Almost a turnover there by Altamont, but they regain control. Now it's McMahon away with it. He'll get on the arc. High post free line. It was stolen away, poked loose by Widener there, so a turnover by Altamont. Cardinals trying to get something going here in this possession. Kitzler will be... Uh, Passing it over to a Byers. Now back to a Kinsler here on the left side. Now back at the top of the circle to Walden. And it's going to be a Byers with a three-pointer. It's off, and it's one rebound goes to Davis. Davis looking to run with it. He dumps it off to Millville in transition for three. No one picked him up. No good. Can't get it to fall, and it's rebounded there by Widener.
1: That's his third rebound of the game for Widener for North Plays.
0: As he has the ball, as he wanted to get it over to Byers, but it was denied. Now they get it over there here onto the left wing. And now top of the key. They'll work it around the perimeter here back to uh, Walden. And Walden's looking to drive. He takes another tough jumper on the baseline. Can't get that one to go either. And another rebound pulled for Caden Miller. Eli quickly up in a transition. He's keeping the pivot, but somehow. And he gets it off. And Davis for three. Can't get that one to go. And rebound, it goes to Byers. Poked loose by Eli Miller, but I think they're going to get a foul on the reach-in on Eli that time. So, it'll be a North Clay ball.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Eli Miller, his first, Alamon's first.
0: And Davis is going to check out.
1: And it
0: was Alec Garhouse coming in. As they get into Hostleton to do a North Clay, he has that at the top of the key. And he was looking to pass it off, but it was uh, denied there. And uh, now they finally do get it off there, to A Byers here on the right wing. The strong drive to the hole. And right? it blocked by Millville and rebounded by Millville. He's trying to run the fast break on his own. Dumps it off to Yarnhouse. He's been feeling it the last couple of games. Now we're working on the arc here to McManaway in the corner. Now Millville up top. Hands off to Eli Miller. Now he will pick it up here at the free throw line. And. Gets it off to Kaden Miller. Kaden Miller now knocked away by Kinsler, but retained by McManaway. To Millville, open, taking that one to fall. And Kaden Miller fights for the rebound, and somehow he grabs it and he gets back into position, up and in for an offensive rebound for Kaden Miller, and it's six nothing out the box.
1: Textbook, Kaden Miller right there, grabbing the rebound and putting it right back up in the end.
0: Two minutes to go
1: here in this one, and the
0: Cardinals still haven't gotten on the board yet. As it'll be a uh, Widener trying to change that, and he does just that. Three-pointer for Widener, and finally North plays on the board. I mean, that's what they need to get it going. Maybe. Trail up. six to three. You see the first one go in, maybe they have a little confidence.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yarhouse over to Akita Miller baseline, and it's picked off by Widener. Widener looking to dump it off in transition. to Byers, he lost it on the way up, and. Tate Miller fighting for the rebound. It's still loose, and the Cardinals regaining control. Hofferson throws up the shot. No foul in. No good. McManaway throws it away. You trained for the long uh, outlet pass there. Byers the other way. Had a block from behind by McManaway. And rebounded by Eli. So there's all sorts of defense, blocking, turnovers. Millville can't get the three in transition, to fall. And it was tipped out, and Kitler will have it. And now Coach Zeke will call a timeout to just try to settle everything down. So 56 seconds left. We'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening to Postseason Basketball here on Jacket Vim.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
5: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back in here to Althamon Community High School as it is 6-3, a low-scoring affair here in the early going. 56 seconds left here in the opening quarter. Coach Zink called out a quick 30-second timeout to settle everybody down as it's Byers with the basketball. Trying to shake Yardhouse They get over here on the right side. There, that's Widener, cross-court pass, and it's down low to Hasselton Layup good. And it's now six to five. Yarhouse with a pump fake. He drives with a one-handed quarter. Good for Alex. And it's eight to three. And it's stolen away by Eley on the inbound. He can't get a shot to go. But McManaway there for the foul and a the basket and the foul. And one coming up again of Warren McManaway on the offensive rebound. And it makes it ten to five out the box.
1: I think that North Clay player thought Eli played for, for and It looked like he just threw it right to him, right All right,
0: kill him. I looked down momentarily, and I saw Eli with a, a steal, and he got the rebound off some miss, and he can't get his short little bunny to go. And rebounded there by Widener for North Clay. 15 seconds left. Austin thing gets it across the timeline. Gets over there to Byers here on the right wing. Now over to Kinsler. He'll drive and had it poke loose from McManaway from behind. So another turnover. For the Cardinals, McManoway in transition gets
6: the layup to go,
0: trying to draw the church. And it went McManoway's way with the layup. So after one quarter of play, it's Altamont 12, North place 5. We'll be back in a minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians postseason basketball on Jack Evans.
8: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont.
3: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians.
5: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 1055 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: North Play will start off with the basketball here to start off the second quarter. And it's just like the second, or just like the opening quarter. As it's say, a five-second closely guarded on a Kintler. And uh, so it'll be a ball back to Altamont.
1: You got that ninth turnover for North
0: as It's definitely a problem in the opening quarter. Sure, Jada Miller will get it back to the R house. It's open for three, yes. Yeah. Man, Alex really been on a heater as of late. And now it's a 10-point lead for Altamont, 15-5. As would be a Kinsler driving to his right, splits the defense, layup
1: good, good for Kinsler.
0: A nice basket there, and it's
1: 15-7. Yeah, it definitely was. drove through traffic there and was able to get to go in. And now
0: Millville was in a double team,
1: and he traveled with it, trying to pass it off.
0: Or look for a pass, so it'll be a turnover back to the Cardinals. We got
1: that as the seventh turnover for Alchemon so far tonight.
0: Mentioned in the pregame, it was a little bit of a slow start for North Clay against South Citroen. and Maybe now they can get it going here in the second quarter. A Byers gets it out of the double team, and a pass is over there to Hosselton. And actually now that is Widener. He gets it back to a Byers here at the top of the circle. They get things over to Widener. Now it's Kinsler on the baseline. Stops and the floater's no good. Rebounded by Eli Miller. North Clay uh, poke it away, but Eli gets it off to Millville. Brings it up. Yarhouse for another three. No good. Way off. Rebounded by Kinsler, and he's looking to run. And Yarhouse gets back, but a late jump off to Byers. Tough layup is good for Byers. His first two points, and it's
1: 15-9. That was a nice pass off there the bars get a few points.
0: North play also now is trying to, with those makes, uh, pressure in the backcourt as Yarhouse picks it up, gives it over to Davis. Davis a little pump fake. Cross court pass to Millville. Three-pointer off back iron. Eli tips it up, and the long rebound still loose, and it was off of Baltimore, they say. So it'll be a North play ball. McManaway checks in after a short little breather in the quarter break, and Eli Miller will take a seat. North Clay with still the same five out there. No one's checked out yet. Kintler in a couple of screens there and gives over to Byers here in the right corner. Byers will drive, puts up another tough shot, can't get it to go, and rebounded by Kata Miller. McManaway gets it up. Cross-court tip, and Davis tracks it back down here, in the half-court line. Yarhouse trying to look for someone to pass to do. Passes off to Davis, and Altamont will work it around here. And the will have it. It's over there to uh, Millville. Now Caden Miller on the baseline, and he uh, took an extra step, an extra dribble, and it'll be a turnover back to the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, he did. He took that took that extra step there and picked up that other
0: foot and uh, so be over it.
1: number eight, probably.
0: Yeah. So now North Clay getting back in, and Kinsler will drive and he dishes it off, but it was tipped out by Millville. Stays right here with the Cardinals though as it went out.
1: Nice effort there by uh, Millville to so try to break that up.
0: that to so be uh, Wow. Wal- Walden getting it in for North Clay. And it'll be a Kinsler getting up top. tipped by Millville, but Widener gets it down. He lasted on the drive, but somehow gets it over in the corner to Hosselton, who kicks it back off to Walden here in the left corner. Walden picks up his dribble across court. Three-pointer is no good there by Widener. And rebounded by Caden Miller. And Millville gets it over to Yardhouse. Jumper for Caden Miller. Good on the mid-range. And it's 17-9, Altamont.
1: Yeah, nice little mid-range jumper there from Caden Miller.
0: Also saying, no we'll have it. Gets over to Kinsler, is open for three.
1: Can't get that one to go, and rebounded by Caden Miller.
0: McManaway quickly in transition. Gives off to Davis in the corner for three. In and out, no good. Still can't get that three-pointer to fall for Altamont yet, except for Yarhouse. Rebounded by Widener. as will be Hossleton trying to get it over there to Kinsler, but McManoway knocks it away, but Kinsler got it back. Now it's tipped by Millville and stolen by McManoway. Now in transition, Caden Miller puts it up high up the last No, Millville with the follow is blocked, We're going to call a foul on North Clay. So a free throw is coming here for Millville.
1: I was on number 32, Carter Walden, for North Clay. That's his first.
0: So, uh, under four to go here in the second quarter, and Millville off the line makes the first one. Sub in, the yardhouse will uh, check out, and Eli Miller will return. Also, Lucas Griffey comes in uh, for North Clay. And there's a timeout for Coach Nieberg. 32nd timeout, so we'll take a quick 30 as well. Altamont with a nine-point lead. You're listening to Altamont postseason basketball on Jack Evans.
8: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5k or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom, located north of I-70 in Altamont.
5: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
8: Millville
0: out the line for his second free throw attempt, and that one's
1: up and that one's good.
0: So two for two there for Millville, and that makes it 19-9, Altamont.
1: You mentioned the three-point struggles earlier, Travis, for Altamont, they're one for nine from three-point
6: range.
0: I knew it hadn't been that many, as it's Widener almost getting it taken away there, but regains it. Now uh, they uh, pass it, and it's stolen away by McManaway again. Shada Miller in transition, and he's going to call for another travel. Third time for Kading and call for a travel. And It'll be Cardinals basketball. Nine turnovers. Ralph Walton will play as
1: twelve. Definitely been a
0: first half of turnover filled.
1: For sure, very uncharacteristic, for sure, for both teams.
0: Yeah, both teams, for sure. Kinsler, with well, it, gets to the cross court. Now they pass it over to Byers in the corner. He'll drive baseline and puts it up. No good. Actually, I think that was Griffey. As it'll be in a transition. As McManaway will work it here. Now get go over to Millville, over to Davis in the corner for three. Can't get that one to go either. But the rebound goes out to Davis. Nice pass to Kata Miller. And he's fouled underneath. So free throws coming here for Kata Miller.
6: Thousand
1: number 25, Gavin Hoskinson. That's his second. North plays second of
0: the quarter. So it'll be uh, Kata Miller at the line of 4-2. Your house and the buyers are awaiting uh, subs after this free throw. Kata Miller's free throw. Good. This is 20-9. And a now a uh, timeout by uh, Coach Zink. So uh, Coach Zink takes the timeout. We'll take a step away as well. And also at least 29 with almost three minutes to go here in the first half. And right back in 30 seconds, you're listening to postseason basketball. Here on Jack
5: FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an Now back to more Altamont High School basketball on 1055 and 100.5 Jack FM.
9: At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique. And our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
5: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School Class One A Regional. As it is twenty to nine with Caden Miller with another free throw coming up here Had a score at halftime over on our sister station ninety eight on the game Illinois in action at Penn State forty eight forty it's forty eight forty one there Illinois and Caden Miller missed that second free throw so he goes one for two and rebounded there by North Clay as they go at Kinsler. Passing over here to Byers now over the corner. Now they dump it down, down low to a Walden high pass, but Byers gets it down and a cross court pass. A shot for three by Hosserson. And Actually, that was uh, Walden for three. Twenty to twelve. As it'll be McManaway getting over there to Yarhouse. Yarhouse gets it to with Caden Miller here in the left corner. Now back over to Yarhouse. 20-12 with 2.15 to go here in the first half. has hides at the top of the key, gives off to Yarhouse. He'll fire a three-pointer. Can't get that one to go and rebounded there by Widener. Ten-four. will get it across the floor for the Cardinals. Two minutes to go in the half as they go over to a Walden here on the left side. Cross-court, a pass there for Griffey. Now back to a Walden. Walden working it around here, and he uh, throws a little handoff. He has the two buyers. And they swing things over here on the left wing. And now back over to Griffey for three. Missed it to the right. Rebounded by Yarhouse. Millville, dangerous pass there. It was picked off by a, a Walden. And Walden had to track it down in the corner, and it was last touch by McManaway. So it stays right here with North Clay. with less than 90 seconds to go here in the first half. North Clay's worked it back down to the eight. And right, it's Byers here on the left wing. get over there to uh Widener up top now. They go down low and there's going to be a double dribble. Double dribble on Kinsler. Turnover back to the Indians.
1: Well there for a little bit. North Clay has just made points and turnovers, and now they're back up to 13 turnovers and 12 points. Yeah, it's
0: definitely been a turnover fest here, kind of uncharacteristic
1: for a postseason game at
0: that. Sure, yeah. Up on a minute to go here in the first half. As the R-House has it here on the right right side, because the double team gets over to Manaway under a minute to go. Millville with it. He steps into a mid-range jumper. In and out, no good. Eli with the offensive rebound. And there's a foul on the floor. There's a push on the rebound on North Clay,
1: so it'll just be out of bounds here for the Indians. Foul number 30, Jesse Widener, that's his second, North Clay third, with the quarter.
0: Lane Wolf checks in uh, for the uh, Cardinals, and it'll be uh, Widener taking a seat. Eli Miller will take it out with 49 seconds to go. Easily gets it in. Now they get over to our house. McManaway's open for three. Can't get that one to go back iron. But Caden Miller tracks down the board. He's triple team. Gets over to Millville. Gets it back to Caden Miller. Gets one guy up in the air. And one for Caden Miller. Count the basket. And Caden Miller going back to the free throw line for an and-one opportunity.
1: Fouls on Carter Walden. That's his second. North Slade's fourth fourth.
0: Yeah, so now Hosseton, Widener, and Walden are all in foul trouble. As Akita Miller will get his and one free throw to go. He's in the double figures now. And it's 23-12. to The lead is also double figures. And it's stolen away by Millville. They're trying to get it over there to Wolf. And now a transition. Eli gets one guy up in the air and a hard foul there. Nothing that Griffey could do there. Just got up in the air and crashed down on Eli that time. So, it'll be a foul on the Cardinals. And uh, I think they're shooting with uh, five team fouls here. Yep. So, Eli They'll will be run. shooting two free throws. A foul on uh, Lucas Griffey for North play. So, two free throws coming up here for Eli. 21.3 left in the first half. to Milan, leading by... Uh, 11, and Eli is good on the free throw. Makes the first, 24-12. In favor of the Indians on the scoreboard. Eli's a second free throw on the way up, and that one's good. 2-for-2 there for Eli Miller for his first two points of the game. Increases the lead, 25-12. 15 seconds left. Nearly stolen away by Millville, but Kinsler with a three-pointer is no good, but it is rebounded it there by Wolf. And there's going to be a, a foul on Alcabon and a sarcastic cheer by the Cardinal Cardinals Stacey because that
1: was the first foul
0: in the quarter on Alcabon.
1: Fouls so on Adrian's
0: man his first. Also gets a nice smile from Coach Zink as well. And now there's an and-one on the inbounds as it was made
1: there by Rodden.
0: And he got the hoop and the harm. So he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. on number 14 Eli Miller. That's two seconds. up two quick ones. Yep. As it'll be a free throw for Walden. Trying to get it back to 10 here at the half. Eight seconds left in the first half. Walden's free throw can't get it to go. Rebounded by Eli Miller. McManaway gets it across half-court. We got four seconds left. McMahon away, uh, dumps it down low, knocked away by North Clay, and it's going to be a uh, fired, and look out, cheerleaders, as uh, Griffey fired it towards the basket, but it was way to the left. And uh, so that'll do it for the first half. So after one half of play, it's Altamont in the lead, 25-14, here in the regional semifinal in Altamont. So we'll be back with a look at the first half statistics as well as we'll try to track down some scores or two, and we'll definitely get you a schedule uh, for the uh, action of tonight and of tomorrow as well. So that's the half. is Altamont leading 25-12 over North Clay, and we'll be back in a few minutes to uh, take a look at the first half stats. You're listening to Altamont Indians and postseason basketball here on of Vim.
2: You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it.
10: Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep-fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances is located at 115 North Main Street in Adelmont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
3: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
9: And our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
5: Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome
0: back here to uh, Altamont Community High School here in the Class 1A Altamont Regional semifinal. and this one's between the host Altamont Indians and the North Clay Cardinals. Currently at the half, it is Altamont leading at 25-2 of 14 here at halftime, and uh, Altamont has the lead. Uh, they're a pretty consistent first and second quarters there for the Indians. As for North Clay, they kind of got things going. Uh, They're in the uh, second quarter, but turnovers have been a problem for the uh, Cardinals there in that first half, but kind of despite that, uh, Indians kind of extended the lead out a little bit towards the end of the second quarter, but North Clay was getting back in it at the beginning of the second after being held scoreless as well uh, for a while there and uh, trying to get back in it, but still find themselves down by 11 here on the uh, scoreboard. Uh, against the uh, Indians here as I'm uh, trying to advance to the championship. Winner will take on a Weber or St. Omo Brownstown. And I see uh, Coach uh, Becky and Coach, um, his name escapes me right now. <laughs> Beazle, there you go. Thank you, Dominic. I <laughs> uh, see uh, St. Omo is to our left here on the uh, broadcast, from our broadcast position here. And uh, the championship, I believe we had seven o'clock on Friday night. 25-14, Altman with the lead
1: uh, here at the half, Dominic? Yeah, 25-14 lead here at the half. And uh, to our to our right here, Travis, looks like the uh, uh, bluebird Weber Township team has uh, showed up. And, uh, and is here, I don't know, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know much about them. I know they're uh, 28-3 on the season, but uh, that's about it. But anyway, back to this game here. At uh at hand, yeah, the uh, North Face started to get back in it there early early on in the, the second uh, the second quarter, but they, they still find themselves down uh eleven points here here at halftime, which is you know definitely definitely manageable to come back from even though it is double digits, but uh still they're you know not you know in deep trouble, you know, but uh they do they do have uh they do have three players with two fouls, two fouls each. So yeah. that is something to uh, to look at. And they also have 14, 14 turnovers. Uh I said fourteen points so and out of my ten, so I'd say definitely very uncharacteristic for I've been saying all night for both teams and just uh yeah, just, just I was the way the game started out and the way the second half started out, just uncharacteristic for you know, these uh probably just the basketball game in general I have five seconds, five turnovers first 35 seconds, so. Uh, anyway, let's look at the stats here. First of all, for Alkmaud, they lead 25-14 and a half. Alex Yarhouse is one for one from the field, and one for three from uh, three-point range with five points. Caden Davis is 0 for three from the three-point range. Excuse me, Eli Miller is 0 for two from the field, and 0 for two from the three-point range, but he's 2 for two from the free throw line with two points. Caden Millville is 0 for three from the field, and for 3 from three-point range and 2 for 2 from the free throw line with 2 points. Aiden McManaway, he's 3 for 3 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range and 0 for 2 from the free throw line with 6 points. Uh, Caden Miller is uh, 4 for 5 from the field and uh, 2 for 3 from free throw line. He's got uh, 10 points overall. Uh, Alvin Watts, 8 of 14 from the field for 57% three-point range they are one for 12 from the three-point range for 8% and six for nine from the free throw line for 67%. For the Cardinals of North Clay as they trail here 25-14 and a half, uh, Evan Kinsler, he's uh, one for three from the field and 0 for two from three-point range. Byers is one for three from the field and 0 for one from three-point range with two points. Uh, Gavin Hosselton is one for two from the field with two points. Uh, Jesse Widener is 1-for-2 uh, from the three-point range with three points, and Carter Walden is 1-for-3 from the field with two points and 1-for-1 one one from the three-point range. Uh, he's got five points. He's over one from the free-throw line as well. Lucas Griffey is over for one from the field and over for 2 from three-point range, and uh, Wolf has come in but has not scored. Uh, North play is 4-for-12 from the field for 33 percent, 2-for-8 from range twenty five percent. And 0 for one from the, uh, from the free throw line. Uh, you know, North Play only been only been in the free throw line one time, whereas Alpha the they've had uh two, three, four, five, six trips uh, to the free throw line. So uh, that that's uh, you know six points is definitely uh, a, a part of the difference there and uh Eli Miller really the only guy any kind of foul trouble. He's got two, and uh, mcmanway has got one. That's still only three fouls. The whole first half. So that's that's not positive. You know, that's, that's you know if you're out a lot. Plus, plus you're you know you're leading leading at halftime. You're looking to just improve improve on the uh, on the first half here, and hopefully uh, hopefully cut down cut down on turnovers for, for both teams. For sure. As uh, North Clay will start off with their
0: five: uh, uh, Kitzler, Byers, Hosselton, Winer, and Walden for Altamont uh, starting off the second half with Davis, Eli Miller, Caden Miller, McManoway, and Millville as Altamont will start off with the ball here to begin the second half. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial here to start this uh, second half as the game's gonna, second half's gonna start with a knockaway there by Hawkinson. So it goes off of him, so it'll stay right here with Altamont though. One score that I did have uh, there. In Halftime, it was San Anthony leading 26-17 over Nokomis. San anthony Anthony's got a long way to go to, if they want to reach 100 like they did the other night. It's going to be knocked away on a kicked ball by North play, so it'll be out of bounds to Altamont. So Eli will take a few steps to his left and inbound again. Get it quickly back to Eli, who fires for three. No good. Three-pointers still aren't falling for Altamont, and it's going to be knocked away off of North Clay, I think it went off Walden, and so it'll stay right here with the Indians.
1: Yeah, I uh, think it's going to be hard for us to score 100
0: points (laughs) again tonight. Uh, They definitely had that in the first quarter against Ramsey the other night. They scored 105. As it'll be another ball by the Cardinals. So inbounds on the sidelines again. And Eli gets it in easily to McManoway. Well, he is here in the backcourt, though, so he's going to need to get it across. He does over to uh, Millville. we so will get it back to McManoway. Finds Davis here in the, the far corner. And it's going to be stolen away by North Clay. It's Harvison
6: in the other way. Left, left, no
0: good. Rebounded by Millville. Eli in transition. A layoff good. Hangs in the air for the bucket and the, and the harm. Eli Miller will go to the line for the n one.
1: Fouls on uh, Ethan Kinsler, his first. And, Excuse me, his second, I'm sorry.
0: So it'll be Eli at the line for his and one and missed a free throw to the right and rebounded by uh, Walden. So he tosses Hostleton, Widener, and Walden in, uh, with two fouls. Only starter that doesn't have two is Byers. As it's Widener going to be there too. Kinsler, a little bit of a dangerous pass, but Kinsler gets it back. mid jumper in the paint, and it goes through. Takes the kind roll. Kinsler's second basket of the game is 27-16. Davis over to uh, McManaway. McManaway picked it up. He's trapped there, and they get over to Kaden Miller. Baseline jumper hits the side of the backboard, and rebounded there by Hossen. Kitzler in a transition and dumps it off there to Walden and there's going to be a foul on Altamont
1: on the drive. Fouls on Eli Miller. That's his third. Elsmont's first of the quarter. So the
0: only guy that's in foul trouble for Altamont, It's another foul. So Alec Yardhouse will come in and Eli Miller will take a breather. As each team has a basket here in the second half and Altamont leads 27-16. 2716. Right, it's going to be Widener here on the left wing, and it's going to be a dangerous pass there. Walden. It was picked off by McManaway. Yaral in transition gets up to Akita Miller. There's going to be an offensive foul. Nice awareness there by uh, Walden, to or Widener excuse me, and he draws the charge.
1: Definitely nice awareness by Walden. Uh, Caden Miller, his first album on second of the quarter.
0: Knew the aggressive move was going to be coming in. Just took the
6: contact
0: as it'll be a, a Walden with the basketball. Kinsler dumps a down low to Byers. Byers looks to pass it off to Kinsler, Back to Byers. He's underneath the basket. throw it up. Count it. Count the basket in the foul for Byers, and he'll go to the line for the end one. That makes it 27-18, and uh, uh, Byers got a free throw here. Caden Miller, second foul. Byers, free throw, can't get it to go, and rebounded by Caden Miller. As it Millville get it over to Caden, he'll be the one bringing it across the timeline, and uh, nearly trapped there, and it's going to be knocked out by North Clay, so Sarah right here in Alcumont.
1: Ramping up the by, pressure. Yeah, yeah knocking out, knocked it out there by, by Wagner. Kicks it out. So.
0: Another kicked ball. As Millville yeah, in a little bit of trouble here as he's trapped. He gives over to McManaway. Now over to a Davis. And a Davis cross court high pass, too high for Yarrow and it's turnover. Back to North Clay.
1: Well if the other if the other KD is here playing he might have caught that path.
0: He might have, yeah.
1: Not <laughs> not not
0: this KD. Uh, be, uh Walden with it up top. Now gives it to uh, Byers. Now they find uh, Hoselton for three. Can't get it to go. Rebounded yeah. by Millville. Millville takes it up, gives off to and away, gives it over to KD for three. No good. Mills are trying to get the offensive rebound, but it's wrestled away by Walden. Walden, nice fake on the pass. Can't get the layup to go, though. And rebounded by Caden Miller again.
1: He's got a double-double again.
0: And nearly knocked away by the Cardinals here at half court, but the Cardinal, but Altamont gets control back. As is Caden Miller here on the baseline. Caden's going to drive. Goes underneath the basket. Up and in. Count the basket and the foul. Another and one opportunity. This one again comes for Caden Miller. And it's now 29-18, Altamont.
1: Foul with number 32, Carter Walden. That's his third. We'll play second of the quarter.
0: And Coach John Nieberg takes the timeout of four of the
1: Indians. So we'll take a 30-second break as well.
0: 29-18, a 434 to go here in the third. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont Indians and postseason basketball. Here on Jack is
10: in. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
5: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School as it is 29 to 18. Altamont with the lead, but Kata Miller's got an and one free throw coming up here. That'll be uh, and one, another and-one opportunity for Caden. He's got 12 here tonight. As it'll be a free throw here with 4.34 to go in the third. Caden's foul shot rattles down. As it'll be a 30-18 lead for the Indians. And it was nearly a uh, knocked loose there by McManaway, but they get it over to Byers. And Byers has it here at the top of the circle, goes around KD, and there's going to be a foul on Davis. So it'll be
6: uh, out of bounds for
1: North Clay. Kaden Davis' first foul. Uh, on
0: fourth. The next one will send North Clay into the bonus. As they get into there, two Hasseltin. Hosselton trying to size up your house. Uh, over two fires here on the right side. Gets things over there to a widener here and he'll dribble around the perimeter. And he lost it, but it's gonna be a say it was knocked away by Melville. So stay right here with the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, Coach uh, Coach Seaver, you trying to argue the other way. I didn't uh, you know the official was close to me. I didn't see contact from Millville, but nonetheless.
0: As it'll be a Kinsler for three. Swoosh. Nothing but net for Kinsler. And it's 30 to 21. The deficit's nine. As Millville splits the trap. Now over to Kaden Miller. Out to yard House. He thought he was going to shoot it, so he pumps. Now over to Millville for three.
6: It's good.
0: A three-pointer falls there for Millville. and It's 33-21.
1: Probably somebody in yard house making the
0: three. There's not been a lot of them, but that was a knockdown there. As it'll be a Byers here on the short elbow. Alley over to Kitzler. free throw line jumper, good. Kitzler's heating up. Yes.
1: He 33-23. We got nine points.
0: Back to within ten, as Millville has it down low. It, kicks it back out to Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to go, but it's going to be tipped around and Davis is going to come away with it. Now McManaway with a one-handed floater. No. Rebounded by Caden Miller. His shot is also no good, but McManaway somehow gets it and there's a foul on the drive. So McManaway was in the act of the shooting. So Aiden McManoway was on the free throw line for two.
1: Foul's on Kintzer. That's his third. Oh, that's the third.
0: Cardinal was just unable to grab it there and ping-ponged around there and finally Altamont got it. McManaway made the free throw. He'll get another one. Davis will take a seed, Eli's back in. We also got Lewis Griffey and a Carter Waldman back in for North So McManaway will be at the line for a second free throw attempt. That last one made it 34-23. Can't get that one to go, but Eli gets the offensive rebound. So, another opportunity here for Outsmott. McManaway for three in the corner. Way short. Air balled it. Rebounded by the Cardinals. I think it was Kitzler who came away with it. Widener in transition. The layup can't get it to the fall, but he gets his own miss back. And good for a Widener on the follow. And it's 34-25. Went up on 230 to go here in the third. Millville nearly knocked away, but Eli has it. Over the corner of the yard house with the pump fake. He gets free, but he traveled with it. Shuffled his feet that time off the pump fake. Trying to make sure his feet were behind the line, I think. It'll be a turnover back to the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. He uh, kind of down there for a second. He, yeah, I was trying to make sure he's behind the three-point line.
0: And, uh... So it'll be uh, a Byers, Mason Byers, checking
1: back in for the Cardinals.
0: Uh, Widener took a seat. Walden gets it across half-court, and it's going to be picked off. by Outlet pass to McManaway, way up good. He outran everybody. And McManaway for two. And it's 36-25. Two minutes to go here in the third. Griffey has it here in the deep corner. Now a pass here on the perimeter. Is it over there to Kinsler. back to Griffey. Griffey drives. He was cut off by Miller. Now they get over to Byers. He throws it up. No foul. And rebounded by uh, Millville. A lot of contact there, but
6: yes, was.
0: no foul as Eli Miller has it. As he uh, will get it off to Kaden Miller. open. Layup
6: good.
0: On the back door for Kaden Miller. 38-25 lead for Altsamon tipped by McManaway but they get it over to Walden. High pass for Kinsler, but they get it to Griffey who drives the baseline. And he stepped out. He stepped on the baseline. And so thought it'll be a turnover back to the Indians. And Coach Zink wants a timeout. So we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont leads 38 to 25. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont and postseason basketball in Jack of
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
5: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM.
6: Welcome
0: back here to Altamont Community High School. I have a score update there from uh, Oka Valley Regional. St. Anthony leads well, 31-24 over to Comis. And that one, so 38-25 here, nearing the end of the third quarter here in Altamont. As Eli will have it over to uh, McManaway now. In the corner to Yardhouse for three. Short. But it's rebounded by Caden Miller. Put back. He left his layup short. Rebounded by Walden. Under a minute to go here. As it's Widener for three. In and out. No good. And rebounded by Yardhouse. McManaway. Dribbles around the Cardinals. He splits the double team. No. And it was off of Widener, they say. So it'll be a Staying right here with Altamont. 38.2 left in the third. Altamont gets it in. Working around to McManaway here on the right side. Now gives over to house in between the circles. Now house almost trapped. Gives over to McManaway in the corner to Davis. He fires for three. He can't get it to fall and rebounded there by uh, Widener. 15 seconds left. North Clay has it in the front court. And there to The 10 seconds left. Widener dribbles and a jump shot in the lane. Good. For Widener, two seconds left. McMahon away from half
6: court. It was short.
0: So after three quarters of play, it's out with a lead, of 38-27. North Clay hanging around here. Come back for the fourth quarter in a minute. You're listening into Altamont and postseason basketball here on
6: Jackets Inn.
3: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust.
5: We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 1055 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to start the fourth quarter. It is Altamont with a lead of 38 27 As North Clay will start off with the basketball and Hasselton goes all the way to the
6: hole. Can't get the layup to go,
0: but it's going to be wrestled away by Widener out to Kinsler
6: for three. Good. Three-pointer again
0: for four Kinsler. And it's 38-30. And Coach Zink telling the Cardinals to a pressure. Apply the pressure. Caden Miller fumbles it. It gives over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse gives it down low to Kaden Miller. Gives the double. Gets it back out to McManaway. He steps inside the arc. Gives it off to Yarhouse in the corner for three. No good. The Eli li in are fighting for the rebound. And it's going to be a tie-up. Alternate possession arrow favors Altamont.
1: That last quarter there, both Altamont and North Clay, he scored 13 points.
0: Yeah, it was a dead even third. As they go over to Yardhouse House on the inbounds for three. Can't get that one to go. And rebounded by Hoskinson. Three-pointer just hasn't been there for Altamont
1: tonight. Oh, no, it has not.
0: A minute gone here in the final quarter of the Cardinals trail by eight with the ball. Kitzler gets in between the circles, low pass, but they recover. And a three-pointer bounces off, no. There by Weidner, but Kitzler gets the ball back after nearly getting away with a travel. And Byers throws up a shot. Can't get it to go, but he is fouled. So, Byers will go to the line for two.
1: Fouls on Alec Yarhouse. That's his first. Alec's first.
0: 6.40 to go here in the game, man. It'll be free throws coming up here for Byers. Mason's first free throw is good. Comes with five in the game. And subbing uh, back in is Millville, and Yarnhouse takes the seat. As Byers will be at the lineup for a second one. And it's a six-point game. Made them both. 38-32. As here comes the pressure by North Clay. Altamont breaks it, though. Eli finds Davis in the corner for three. Yes. KD
6: for
1: three.
0: Finally
1: gets it to go. 41-32. I guess the spark out knees right there.
0: Uh, now the crowd's back in it and the Tribal Council back in it, too. Uh, Byers missed the layup and rebounded by... Caden Miller, there's going to be a foul trying to wrestle the ball away
11: from Caden Miller,
0: trying for the tie-up that time. Instead, it'll be a foul on the Cardinals.
1: Foul well, on uh, Mason Byers, that's his first, one face first the quarter.
0: So Alkmaar hangs on to the 41-32 lead. Millville tiptoes the line there, dribbles through traffic, gets it over to McVan away. He goes strong to the hole. No, but the Caden's there for the foul that he's fouled. So it's free throws that come in here for Caden Miller.
1: I was on 32, Carter Walden. That's his four.
0: Yeah, so he, and some danger. Yeah. Kittler has a three, but now Walden has four. And uh, Caden's at the line for his first free throw. Rattled around good. And now for 16 in the game. And the lead's up to 10 for Altamont. 42-32. 6.02 to go in the game. Caden's second free throw. And I uh, wanted to come out, but it falls down. So it's two for two up the line for Miller, and it's 43-32. Leads back to 11, as it's Hosselton with it. He uh, holds onto it here on the right side, going up against uh, Miller on the switch. Now they get over to uh, Widener. Widener has it here on the right wing, and now they go over here to Hosselton. Hosselton picks it up, and it nearly took loose by Eli, but Controlled by Weldon. His shot was no good. And his body is hitting the floor. And it's going to be count the basket in the foul for Widener. And uh, Walden is holding his his ankle. He rides down. And I think uh, Walden is really hurt. He's in the pain.
1: Yeah, I noticed one of his teammates tried to help him up. And he couldn't get him helped up. And he just said, just leave me down here on the ground.
0: Yeah, I think he got stepped on here with so many people fighting for the rebound and he fell to the ground and Coach Zink and trainer over there to take a look and back away but he's in some serious pain
1: yes he is yeah it wouldn't surprise me if he got stepped on like you said yeah there was several people over there and around in his area
0: and now he makes it to his feet
1: he's putting a little pressure on But uh, he's walking off the
0: floor gingerly Coach Taylor and Hostleton will be over there to help him get off, but he is walking on it. Ever so gingerly, but lost in that, uh, Widener made the basket, and he'll go to the line for the free throw, and one free throw. Also, a Kate Miller got hit with a foul.
1: Yeah, that's his third. Yeah, lost, that was lost in all that uh, chaos there. Widener
0: at the line. Made it. And it was uh, Bailey who checked in for uh, Walden who checked out. And he's going to head off to the visiting locker room. As Eli will go over there to Davis in the corner for three. No good. And it's rebounded uh, there by uh, Walden or Widener. And there's going to be a foul on McMainaway that time, I think. Yep.
1: yep. That's his second. Alabama's third of the quarter.
0: So, with 5:03 to go, Cardinals will inbound and only trail here by eight. And it's a strong drive to the hole. Nice layup. split
1: in the double-team by Widener. And it's 43-37. Get a nice fake there too
0: while he's driving to the basket. And it is McManaway with it. Is over to Millville now, just a six-point game. And the Millville will get over to Kaden Miller. And now we'll go over to Eli here on the right wing. And Eli will dribble here on the perimeter. Gives it back off to McManaway. He's trying to break free, but Hossington's right there on the defense. Pick up a screen there by Caden Miller, McManaway. Shuffles it off to Millville. Millville dribbles. Now he'll go inside. A layup. Can't get it to go, but he got his own miss back. And he goes back up and in for Millville. And it's 47-37. And Coach John Nieberg, for Altamont, wants a timeout. He wants to talk about it. So, with 4-11 to go, we'll take a break as well. And you're listening to Altamont and postseason basketball. i Jack and Vim.
8: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of ProMark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years' experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call ProMark Advertising at 618 483 6025 or visit our showroom located north of I 70 in Altamont.
5: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, 45-37, 4-11 to go here in the game here in this Class 1A Altamont Regional Semifinal. Coming up next is the saint Olaf Elmo-Brownstown against Weber, and the winner will match up with the winner of this one in the championship on a Friday night at 7 o'clock, as the Cardinals will have the ball, and uh, they uh, trail again here by 8. As the Kinsler will find a Byers. Go to Hosseton and now Kinsler's open for three. No, but it's going to be rebounded by Hosselton. His back
6: is good.
0: So Hosleton with two. And it's 45-39. As McManaway gets it across half court, but Hosselton is right there in his hip pocket. And an alley over to Eli. Eli Miller holds onto the ball here, and it's going to be a cut off there by Hosseson. He's in a little bit of trouble. Gets it off to McManaway. Three thirty to go. McManaway dribbles to his left, back door to go. The Milger, drive baseline layup for Milger. and it's 47-39. He's back to eight with almost three to go. Widener gets over to Kinsler, and now Walden. Who was back into the game after going out for a little bit? Byers goes
6: high off the glass
0: and in. 47-41 on a tough angle.
1: That was a tough angle, high off the glass. It was a good to go in.
0: McManaway uh, getting over there, trying to, anyways, to Davis, but it was knocked away by the Cardinals. So it'll we'll stay right here with Altamont. Under three to go here in the game. Yeah, Kinsler kick kicked that one for North Lake like their fourth or fifth kick ball. I know. As it's going to be a dangerous pass there into Kaden Miller. And he just throws it out wildly. And it was right to Coach Niebuhr. He, unfortunately, he's yep. only the coach.
1: Yeah, he doesn't.
0: He doesn't he play, play anymore. He played
1: about 20 years ago, 25 years ago.
0: But, uh, he retired and put on the suit. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a turnover back to the Cardinals as it'll be a Walden here on the left side. Trying to break free of Eli, but he gets over there to Widener. Widener drives, two layup, no, and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Now Millville will get it across the timeline. And a Millville goes over to Davis, left, and floater, can't get it to go, and rebounded there by North Clay. Quickly up are the Cardinals. Fires underneath. Can't get the good old shot to go. A lot of contact. And there's going to be a reach-in foul on a north play. And Coach Zink is livid.
1: Yeah, he's not very happy.
6: It's well,
0: definitely the most uh, animated I think I've seen the Coach Zink for sure. It seems like the Cardinals couldn't buy a foul here tonight as well with that last uh, non-call either.
1: Everyone been to the free-throw line four times. Yeah.
0: Dumps it off to a Miller,
1: and it's going to be blocked and a foul. A foul on the Cardinals.
0: So, two more free-throws coming up here for Kaden Miller.
1: The previous foul when North Clay was on Hossamon, and he, uh, he gets this next one. So, he's got four for Hossamon and uh, four for North Clay for the quarter.
0: So, Caden Miller at the line, a six-point lead
1: for Altamont.
0: Make it seven. Makes the first. And that makes it 48-41. And Caden's second free throw is on the way. And it's good. Two for two there. Made them both. 19 in the game. And it's 49-41. Under two minutes to go. It's Byers here at the top of the key. Back over to Walden. Walden over to Kinsler, nearly uh, stolen by McManaway. Kinsler for three, and he gets it to go. And he landed awkwardly there. And I think he's cramping up pretty bad as uh, Kinsler made the three, and he's down with a cramp here. As uh, made it 49-44. And now Coach Zink takes the timeout to have Kintzler to recover. So we'll take a timeout as well as Kintzler makes his way off the floor. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to postseason basketball here on Jack Offense.
9: And our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
5: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here at Alpha Community High School. As uh, the North Clay with that last three by Kinsler. 49 44. As Kinsler had to go over two of a benches getting stretched out over there. You could just tell that it was a uh, cramp. And uh, so he'll be off the floor momentarily, but the Indians will have the ball. Only a minute 39 left. Uh, as McMaway trapped here in the corner. is off to Millville. Now up to. A uh, Miller
1: up and in uh, for Kaden, And 51:44. That was a nice pressure there by, by North Clay, but Almond was able to get out
0: of it. Yeah, to get everybody back, and Byers will have it here on the right wing. And now it's going to be thrown away by the Cardinals as Wolf checked in momentarily, and now he's going to check back out with Kinsler coming back in. And uh, so it'll be a turnover back to... Uh, the Indians.
1: Yeah, miscommunication there. He's looking for, for Walden. Walden, uh, he threw flew pass one way, Walden went the other.
0: Time running out with four of the Cardinals here. A minute 20, or
1: a minute 10 to go.
0: Kaden Miller has it here. He holds it high. Back over to Davis. High pass for McManaway, but he somehow gets it down. And uh, there's going to be a, a timeout by Coach Newbury, granted. So, uh, McManoway nearly uh, had his toe on the line. And uh, so, Coach Niebergi takes timeout, so we'll take another quick timeout as it was a full. So, we'll be back 51-44, a minute and one second left. You're listening to uh, postseason basketball here on Jack of End.
2: You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil Make your retirement. Make cleanup
4: easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
5: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 51-44 is your score with 61 seconds left here in this regional semifinal. As uh, McManaway, they get it in and now under a minute to go. As uh, McManaway has it here between the circles. As Eli Miller has it here on the left side. Now back to McManoway. Just trying to play keep away and North Clay steals it and they get control of it. Here is Weldon here in the front court. Now they go to Byers. Loses it momentarily but gets it back. As it's Hofferson Shuffles it over to Byers. Cardinals got to go.
6: Now Hofferson
0: with a heat drive and he's cut off. Now back to Byers. Now to a two and one, a Widener, Widener in the paint. Shot is good for Widener. A lot of time left. Went off the clock there, and the Cardinals trail 51 to 46. 23 seconds left, and Coach Zink wants a timeout, but we just took one, so we'll just keep her right here. As only one more timeout left for North Clay, but they're gonna have to foul one more time. And Altamont'll be in the bonus uh here, but that's all we got was the Cardinals trying to prolong this game. And to try to get back in it.
1: Yeah, that they are. I'm surprised uh they took as much time as they did to get that get that shot yeah, off. Yeah, a lot uh, of time ran off. There was, uh, I think they got the ball about fifty seconds up to go, I think. So it was about a good thirty seconds at least ran off ran off there, but uh I mean, none, nonetheless, like, I, mean, I guess they got the shot they wanted. They made it, and they're only down by five. So uh,
11: you know. well, wasn't It wasn't
0: quite like uh, Maryland on Saturday against Illinois, but uh, just a lot of time went off their precious minutes, seconds for North Glade. You know, speaking of the Atlanta, I see that they are about to go up a nine on a Penn State there, and that's over on a 98-9 in the game. And here it's 51:46. 46 with 23.2 left. Eli Miller will take it out, and Walden will be there in his face to guard the inbound into McManaway, and they're trying to foul him, but they can't get to him. And finally now they're going to get a foul on Widener. So it'll be two free throws here for McManaway. be Widener's third, and Clay's we'll fifth. It's 18.9 seconds left. So McManaway at the line for his first attempt. And it goes up and it's no good. So the door is still left open for North Clay.
1: Yes it is.
0: McManaway will get another one though. As McManaway. Second free throw is good. So he makes the second. 52-46, 15 seconds left. Byers in the corner for three. Back iron no good. Rebounded by Davis. And they're going up foul him. And so Davis, KD will be shooting two free throws. That was about the last gasp there for North Clay. As Garen Bailey will check in for the Cardinals. And uh, it's Hosselton who will exit. Davis at the line and goes around the world and finally falls. 53-46, 11.1 left. Davis' second free throw is also good. Made them both, 54-46, 10 seconds to go. And it's going to be a... Bailey cross court pass to Weldon deep three no rebounded by Kaden Miller and that'll do it. That's it. Your final score: Alcamont takes it, 54 to 46. The final as Alcamont will advance to the regional championship game and uh, they will improve to 21 and 8 on the season. And North Clay will finish their year 13 and 18 of the season. So, Altamont will match up in the regional championship game, and it'll be either against Weber or saint Elmo-Brownstown, and that game will be coming up, but we will step away for the post game, and we'll get some uh, final stats, and we'll try to check down on some other scores from around the area as well. But right here, it's a final for Altamont, a winner over North Clay, 54-46. to and we'll be back to wrap it up and talk to Coach John DeBerge as well. You're listening to Altamont Indians and the postseason basketball here on Jack Evans.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 322 6441 for a price estimate jared and bethany nelson and the entire nelson trucking crew would like to wish the indians the best of luck jared nelson trucking is a proud supporter of altamont indians basketball
3: it's not just furniture it's about the stories that each space of your home tells Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust.
8: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont.
9: and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative Nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
2: You can't see the future but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Peakin Life Insurance Company you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217 342 3637 and we'll go beyond the expected
5: for you. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, class 1A, Altamont Regional Semifinals. Just got over with as Altamont was victorious, 54 to 46 over North Clay, as they're on to the regional championship game on a Friday night. Tip-off will be at seven o'clock and we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM and Altamont will be awaiting the winner of this next contest, either Weber or Genoma Brownstown. On a Friday, obviously, uh, Saint Elmo would be a rematch of the two other previous matchups this season and a brand-new opponent against Weber if that ends up being the case. Like you mentioned, uh, I think, in the pregame there, Dominic, as I see uh, Coach Niebergi has, uh, snook, <laughs> has snuck up, up, up behind us as we'll turn things over and uh, the uh, headsets here to get some uh, congratulations. So uh, we'll get them on uh, the uh, headsets here. And uh, coach, you in here, congratulations on uh, the uh, win there. Kind of grounded it out at the uh, very end, uh, but a regional win nonetheless.
11: Right. The whole point of this part of the season is surviving in advance, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we told, told the boys after the game, survive in advance. Sometimes you got to have a scare. You know, and uh, you, you, we saved the best for Friday night, maybe. So, yeah. you know, we, just, we didn't shoot well, and you turned it over a lot. You're not going to win too many games unless you play defense and rebound, and I thought the boys did that tonight.
0: And uh, it was just a, kind of an odd start to the game in general. Both teams uh, turning the ball over right. uh, a lot there mm-hmm. in that opening quarter before I finally got things going. Right. Six to three was probably just as much turnover. Yeah, right? it was.
11: Uh, uh, you can't do that in, if you wanna win a regional championship, but we're we'll learned from it. Uh, you know, made some made some made some simple mistakes I think. Um, you know, just not dribbling or passing it very well and you can't, you know, you gotta clean that up. I thought second half we did a better job of cleaning up the turnovers, but that first yeah, first quarter didn't make shots. We had good looks all night. I mean K D and Alec had good looks, uh Cade had good looks. Uh, you just gotta make shots sometimes. But, you know, we got offensive rebounds. Yeah, Kate and Caden Miller cleaned up the cleaned up a lot of boards. You know, he can erase a lot of mistakes.
0: Yeah, and uh, once again there was uh, office offensive rebounds with uh, both Caden and uh, also uh, Aiden McMahon away. right? Uh, as well, he got some uh, rebounds and some man one opportunities uh, as well for him tonight as well. Yeah,
11: Aiden Aiden did a good job rebounding. You know, he's not necessarily our main rebounder normally because he's defending a you know a full deny kid. Yeah. Um, he was usually shooting the ball. Uh huh. So you know, tonight he wasn't necessarily. So he had an opportunity to get some rebounds. Uh, against the zone, you got to do that. That's one way to get an easy basket. Um, and, you know, he didn't convert on his and ones very well, but uh, he'll work on it. We'll work on it tomorrow. And uh, but you know, it, it's good. It's good that we can finish through contact
0: um, and, and, and
11: get those easy baskets against the zone. That kind of stretches you out a little bit.
0: You got to look at the glass half full. Uh, right uh, there, so right. Uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> you know
11: me, I don't.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. That's I know. My don't. problem. I
11: know, <laughs> <That's my> problem.
0: <laughs> I know but. Uh, there in that uh, second half, we finally got uh, things going uh, there as well. And, uh, North Clay did kind of, like, hung around right, right. there at the uh, very end. We knew they weren't going to go away uh, easily, but the game got a little bit uh, tight there uh, in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, you know, Coach Coach Zuko and I at halftime was like, man,
11: 30-14 to 14 would feel a lot better than 25-14, to you know. Yeah. And that's just a couple baskets here and there. Um, and, and, some, and I thought – a lot of We had some steals tonight that just went right, right through our hands or just, like, deflected right back to them, and they got a bucket out of that. So yeah. we got we to gotta control those balls and, and go get layups out of it. Um, but, you know, the door you know, plays long. They're active. They run that 1-3-1, one, one, really push this up high, and you got to tack out of it. You can't sit back and kind of be relaxed and be in corners. And, um, Coach Zink did a really good job tonight. I, I knew he would throw the book at us, and he, you know, we played really well up there, and, you know, we knew they weren't going to do that well, or we weren't going to do that well tonight. We, we just shot sure. lights out at, at North Clay. But, you know, the fourth quarter, I thought the boys did a pretty good job handling the pressure, um, getting the ball, getting a couple layups out of that pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't – if someone's going to press, that's time to score. We we, we want to – we call it press attack rather than press breaker because we want to go uh-huh. attack.
0: And I thought we did
11: a good job a couple times getting easy
0: layups out of it. I I would agree, and uh, we knew it was going to be a completely different story from the uh, first time around, and uh, sure enough, it it was there. But, you know, like you said, they're going to have those nights where uh, shots just aren't falling, uh, good looks, but uh, just uh, it wasn't there tonight. But uh, grinded out a W, and and that's all that matters. Yeah, that's what, what, as a program, I hope our boys realize, you know, we're about
11: defense and rebounding. Um, Those don't have off nights. We've stayed all time. Like, you can't have an off night. Playing yeah. defense and rebounding; those are just hustle things. Um, and the boys really took heart to that. Um, I, thought our, I thought our zone did some good things. Got some got some easy steals out of it, and uh, just mixing defenses a little bit um, helped us. So, you know, uh, you know, we did some good things, did some bad things, but you know, we, we save our best for Friday.
0: And that's uh, how you got to look at it there. And uh, now, uh, here in this uh, next matchup with uh, both these teams, are warming up. Uh, down here, obviously, we're more familiar with uh, St. Elmo, right? Uh, and I've uh, already seen them twice already this season, and uh, Weber's got a pretty uh, impressive re- uh, record on their resume, uh, but I haven't seen a whole lot of them. So uh, I know I'll we'll be ready for either one that comes, but I might have to stick around a little bit to uh, check oh. out Weber. I'm not sure how much uh, you've got the chance to see them play. Uh, they got a really, really good sophomore score. He's
11: averaging over twenty a game. Thirty number thirty-one. Um, he probably didn't, I think he just shot the basketball right there. It reminds me of reminds me of the Kane kid from Patoka about eight years ago. Just gets to the free throw line and will hit a mid-range jumper. Really good off the bounce. Really good, just a uh, three-level score. Um, they're twenty-eight and three. You know, the records the record's not indicative how of what they played. You know. I think I think our conference, I mean, our conference gives us a little bit more battle-tested. Battle, battle sure. Um, but to be 28-3, you got to be pretty good anyway. You know, they played Goreville took a good game. Yeah, lost to well, Waltonville twice, twice to beat them yeah, once. Right. So they, but they beat them. So um, you know, they're, they're 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 a good team. Uh, you can't be 28-3 without being bad. And then you know the old adage with St. Elmo, um, can't, uh, it's gonna be hard to be a good team three times. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'll be I'll be i'll be blatantly honest i rather would not play st elmo <laughs> you know they they scare the dickens out of me with their their uh their speed their guard prey you know they could be one night away from hitting 40 percent from threes and be a really good team coach peasel is a great coach too so um I'll, I'll just be blatantly honest i do not want to play st elmo i, I might have i just might have burned my own bridge there but in playing weber and they beat us but uh you know they st elmo is a really good team and this is what this might be their fifth or sixth game tomorrow night, uh-huh. like at our, pl- at our place. Yeah. So yeah.
0: It, ain't, it ain't home court advantage. So they, they don't have very far to travel. Exactly. Yeah. No uh, no travel to worry about to getting over here to uh, the high school. So uh, well, whoever uh, is uh, coming to us on a Friday, uh, the Indians will be ready. Great. We'll be, we'll be ready to play. Hopefully. Let's get the uh, let's get
11: the gym packed. Whatever tribal council has on on plan for. You know, uh, blackout, out, orange out, whatever. Let's let's get this place rocking and uh, you know these guys these guys need your support. Go out Thursday night for Central A&M. Go get that. Yeah. Go get that sectional victory and then come back Friday night for ours.
0: That's definitely the plan. And yeah. now that puts us solid as uh, games all week right here on
11: right uh, for guys uh, are guys. You guys are busy. I appreciate it. Yeah, Very, girls, girls are playing well. Boys are playing well. Let's get
0: two victories this week. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we'll All let you go here and take Thank a look you. at this game, man. We appreciate Coach John Nehmer, you there, joining us in the post game, and we'll see him again on Friday. And like you mentioned there, Thursday, tomorrow evening, it's Altamano versus uh, It's Altamana versus the Lady Indians versus the Salt Fork. They almost had another uh, slip of the mind there, but uh, Salt Fork is the opponent for the Lady Indians, so uh, definitely want to support the girls in Mowikwa, and there's a student sign-up bus. Get on there before 10 a.m. Your admission is free on the uh, fan bus for the Tribal Council up to uh, Mowikwa tomorrow evening, so that should be a heck of a lot of fun, and with Altamont's win right there over North Northgate, that guarantees all games this week for Altamont every day here on Jack FM, so... Uh, definitely enjoy that. So uh, I think I gave uh, Dominic enough time over there calculating uh, the uh, stats uh, over there. But I did have a final from uh, Ocot Valley. Uh, there St. Anthony was victorious over in forty five to 33 was the uh, final score there. And uh, that one and a rematch between Arcola and Ocot Valley is going to be coming up here shortly for that. So I'll be uh, taking a look at uh, that one. Uh, there and finding out what that one is as well later on. So, uh, Dominic, what do we have over there for the
1: stats? Well, for stats, we got uh persons looking out of them out here. They come out tonight victorious over Lewisville Louisville, uh, North Play, 54-46. Alec Yardhouse was one for one from the field and one for seven from three-point range for five points. Caden Davis was both for one from the field and one for seven from three-point range and two for two from free throw line for uh, five points. Uh, Eli Miller was 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 3 from three point range, but he was uh, he was 2 for 3 from the free throw line with two points. Cade Milvio was nine points. At nine points, he was 2 for 6 from the field, 1 for 4 from three point range, and 2 for 2 from the free throw line for, nine, you know, like I said, nine points. Aiden McMennaway, 4 for 7 from the field and 0 for 3 from three point range, and he was uh, 1-5 from the free-throw line with uh, 9 points. And Caden Miller uh, leading all scores. He had 21 points. He was 7-12 from the field and 7-8 of eight from the free-throw line. And he also had uh, 15 rebounds. Uh, Shooting-wise, Algamon at 14-27 for 52%. There are only 3-24 of 24 from the point range for 13%. And 14-20 from the charity strike for 70%. And for, for North Play, they uh, they did come back there in the last quarter. They outscored Altamont in the final quarter, 19 to 16. But they uh, fall short here, uh, 54 to 46. Uh, Evan Kessler, he was uh, 3 for 5 from the field and 3 for 6 from three point range for 15 points. Uh, Byers was 3 for 8 from the field and 0 for 2 from three point range and 2 for 3 from the free throw line with 8 points. Hossleton was 2-for-5 from the field and 0-for-1 from three-point range with uh, four points. Widener was 5-for-7 from the field and 1-for-4 from the three-point range. with He was 1-for-1 from the free-throw line as well with 14 points. Uh, Carter Walden, 1-for-5 from the field and 1-for-2 from three-point range and 0-for-1 from the free-throw line for five points. Uh, Lucas Griffey, he was 0-for-1 uh, from the field and 0-for-2 from three-point range. And Wolf. Came in, he grabbed a rebound but did not score. Shooting wise, North Play was fourteen to thirty one from the field forty five percent. And uh, they were five to seventeen from three point range for twenty nine percent. And only three of five from uh, the free throw line for sixty percent. Only went to the free throw line four times tonight. So uh, anyway they make it they made it a heck of a heck of a comeback there in the uh, fourth quarter fourth quarter Travis and made it uh, made it interesting and uh, I think coach he uh, realized it there in the post game and uh, I'm sure they'll be uh, they'll work on those things and uh, practice this week and uh, you know get back at it and be better be ready for uh, ready for Friday night no matter who their opponent is whether it's a rematch of Ralstown St. Ella whether you know they play them a third time or they play whoever Township Trojans meet them for the first time. So, um, you know, he'll have, he'll have his team ready and they'll be ready to go and ready to win the play for the regional title here on their home court.
0: And uh, again,
1: uh, Alphamond with a victory
0: there over North Clay, a 54-46. to the with quarters of 12, 13, 13, and 16. North Clay had 5, 9, 13, and 19 for their 46 points uh, there. Again, St. Anthony with a, a victory earlier on tonight as well. And also got another final, an interesting one there, an upset over in a 2A, as it was the uh, Maroons of Robinson winning against Lawrenceville, 52-37. to So an upset there. I believe wow. Lawrenceville is the number one seed uh, there. So uh, Robinson getting a win uh, they are verified from two different sources uh, there on that one. So uh, Coach Thompson... And the Maroons get an upset
1: uh, there against Morrisville, So,
0: very cool that's,
1: uh, to hear about that upset. It's March, baby. It is March. Bring on the madness. <laughs> Bring on the madness. I'm uh, sure... Uh, We're about a week early, but Right, If you've right. been to any of these games, they've given the March Madness speech. The
0: original March Madness, of course, uh, originated here in uh, the state of Illinois. And there was a big cadu with the... Uh, people that uh, do college basketball with marks madness and whatnot back in the day uh there as well so uh but uh, we'll have the championship game and coverage of uh, Weber and St. Elmo or between a Weber and St. Elmo the winner against Altamont seven o'clock on a Friday where I'm sure it'll be a packed house here for the Indians and uh let's pack the gym in Malikwa as well as it's going to be a, the Lady Indians in action against Salt Fork tomorrow night, and that's when we'll talk to you again next. 6 o'clock will be the tip-off there in Mawiqua between Altamont and Salt Fork for an opportunity to go to the Elite Eight and the uh, uh, Super Sectional in Farmer City Blue Ridge next week. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. And I I, we've been saying uh, with the win tonight for Altamont Boys, that guarantees an Altamont Indians game every day here on Jack FM. That's exactly. Uh, what the doctor ordered here for us uh, this week. So uh, until then, uh, thanks to Carter back in the studio for turning the dials, helping us on and off the air here this evening. Thanks to uh, Dominic for coming along here tonight as well. We'll be uh, back on a Friday right here in Altamont. with the Indians squaring off against SEB or Weber. And that's at 7 o'clock. And we'll also be back on the air at 6 o'clock for Altamont versus Salt Fork for the Lady Indians tomorrow evening. So that's when we'll talk to you again. Travis Sparks is signing off until Thursday, and it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great rest of your night, everybody.
10: Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep-fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances is located at 115 North Main Street in Adelmont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck.
5: Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular program.